This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Hi there, I'm Kate Stevenson. So this, of course, must be The Relish Podcast, a celebration of all those things we love to eat, drink, see and do. This week on the show, what's better than a new venue opening in Melbourne? Well, I reckon it's probably a new venue that's been opened by a seasoned and proven operator. And believe it or not, I've got two of those for you this week. First up, not entirely new, but moved and expanded. Joe Vargetto is taking much-loved bistro Mr Bianco to new digs in Leafy Q. And the result will be a bigger, better and more varied offering from what will be a bit of a Mr Bianco precinct. From the restaurant Bianco to Bar Bianchetto and upstairs function rooms, I reckon this is going to be pretty special. So I'll get the lowdown from Joe. Also, if you love Indian food, you'll be familiar with Jesse Singh. He brought us cracking restaurants like Horn Please, Daughter-in-Law and Bar Bombay Yacht Club. Well, there's another one on the way and this one is smack bang in the middle of Ligon Street, Carlton. Jesse will tell us what to expect from BBG. And in Eat, Drink, Do Melbourne, Jerry Mai is jazzing up the menu at Hawthorne St Cloud Eating House. The Central Club Hotel has your Christmas wine options covered. Black Kite Commune and Alejandro Saravia are celebrating 10 years of Four Pillars. And picnic season opens with a cracking option at Shandon in the Yarra Valley. All that is coming up on the Relish Podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP plays all your favourite songs to help you relax. Songs you grew up with. Songs you know. Songs you love. That's why I'll tell you. You better be home soon. Relax with us. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Well, here's a phrase you don't hear that often. It's all happening in queue at the moment, but funnily enough, it actually is, with new wine bars, pubs come, Italian osterias, and now one of the suburb's most loved eateries moving to a much bigger space. All of a sudden, the leafy inner east isn't as quiet as it seemingly always has been. Here to unveil the plans for the latter is Joe Vargetto. He's owner and head chef at Mr Bianco. Joe, welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. Now, Lovely I, to be on. No, it's great to have you. Am I right? Does it feel like there's been a bit of a radical shift in the drinking and eating scene in Leafy Q recently? I think so, but I think it was one of these things in Q. It's always been under the under the um, kind of under the radar, but there's been a lot of beautiful things that have happened happened in Q in the in the past. But um, now it's uh, all the rap, you know the wraps are coming off and. Uh, and off and running. So it's a great thing for, for locals, obviously, and, and it's one mm, of those sort of great absolutely. areas that is quite central. It's easy for people mm-hmm. to get to from sort of different parts a of Melbourne. A lot of parking, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So Mr Bianco has been really, mm-hmm. in all that time, a stalwart really for quite a few years. Yeah. But there is a really big change coming for you there, isn't there? What's happening? For sure. So Mr Bianco, um, I opened the restaurant uh, 13-odd years ago. Um, and it was going to be my little kind of little hobby project. Uh, you know, 45 seats open, you know, maybe Wednesday to Saturday. Um, but I opened the first day and just went nuts. So I thought, okay, let's open upstairs. We'll put some PDR rooms. Anyway, it's 
kind of grown to the point where we were doing large functions, we were doing cooking classes at the back, and we just grew out of the, the premise. So in the last uh, year or so, I've had, you know, been looking around and um, 26 to 28 Cotton Road came up, which has a large dining function facility upstairs, which has lifts and, ladder, um, and lifts and staircases and it's a beautiful, beautiful place, and you know we've just refurbished the whole the whole of upstairs. Looks absolutely amazing. Then downstairs we're refurbing. Uh, we're taking out all those you know canes and sticks that were on the ceiling. And Mills um, uh, Gorman has done a great design for the restaurant. We're opening a place. We're opening a place up in the sense of a, a really beautiful dining dining area, lovely banquets, um, and a great a great wine list. Uh, and obviously menu as well, but it's a place where you can come in, you know, five times a week if you wish, and there's always going to be something new. And, and then next to it, there's one, uh, well, large or small uh, room, which we're calling it Bianchetto, which is our beautiful bar, which um, we just painted, or, or the whole thing has been refurbished, but we just finished painting it last last week, and it's this beautiful color. Um and I'm quite excited about opening the Bar Bianchetto probably in about four weeks. The restaurant is penciled in at the 23rd of uh, November. I think that falls on a on a Thursday. Yeah. Um, the staff are gearing up. We've you know got some great staff uh, coming on board, and now we have a precinct, let's say, which is called Mister Bianco as the as the building. Yeah. Uh, we have the restaurant which we're calling Bianco. Uh, upstairs is calling La Sala, which is uh, not just one one dining one dining room, but there's two. You can cut. You can also break it into two or one large uh, sala, which is um, a function space or big dining room. Yeah. Um, so that fits up to about sixty, and the smaller one fits up to about thirty to forty. And then we have Bianchetto, which is downstairs, uh, beautiful bar, uh, which is going to have. A, it's going to focus on cocktails. And obviously some great wines, um, but it's, I, I want it to be a meeting place for for the for Q or the surrounds, or if you need to have a meeting or you want to meet up with friends, you want to celebrate something. Um, it's the place to be. You know, it's got some beautiful leathers and ceilings are really high, and it's it's just a really long bar, and it's just it just looks great. Jeez. Absolutely. Joe, it mm. sounds big. It sounds like a much bigger space. It How is. much of a change does it's that mean for you? 635 square metres. So the, the other place was 200 square. Yeah. Uh, and it fits 105, like all together with 105 seats. This is downstairs about 90 in the restaurant. Yeah. There's about 40 seats in the, in the, um, in the bar and about up to about 120 seats in the function upstairs, but about 150 one to a stand-up canopy. Gee whiz. And for people who, mm. who obviously already loved Mr. Bianco, there was always a big mm. Sicilian influence on the menu there. Absolutely. Anything changing? And, or, and is that the same for both Mr. Bianco and the beautiful new bar, Bianchetto? Yeah. So I, this is the kind of ethos that's that it's going to be of an Italian accent, but all roads lead to Sicily. <laughs> yes. You know, so yeah, we can do some beautiful Italian food, let's say from Rome or maybe from Veneto or from, you know, some pastas and some grills and porchetta. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be always that uh, that element where um, a lot of the food and a lot of the drinks focus. Um, the service is going to be, you know, obviously generous and happy and, and we want you to, you know, to enjoy your memorable times here.
And you must be excited, Joe. That's a really, I mean, I know it's been it's been in train for a bit. It's a beautiful, mm. iconic building there. It is the old Hellenic Republic, the original. Yep. How excited yep. are you to actually get back mm. in the kitchen and start seeing people, seeing your punters oh, coming in? For sure. It's, and, you know, I've been a removalist, I've been a builder, I've been a tiler, I've been a painter, I've been, a, you know, and last, last week on Tuesday we opened upstairs with our first function and, you know, that, that was really great to see. Um, you know, familiar faces, and we've got you know upcoming functions in the, in the next next few weeks and this week, and uh, it's just. But I I like putting my jacket, my chef's jacket on, and uh, you know, creating beautiful food and making people happy, um, and having and this the kitchen that we've designed downstairs is that it'll have a beautiful wood fired uh, grill, so we'll do some great steaks and porchetta and you know rotisserie chickens and so on. Um, so I'm really excited to you know do some great things that are going to, you know, come from the pastures and the, and the, and the lands around Victoria, some great steaks and, um, and some local produce. We'll be grilling some beautiful vegetables coming. Obviously we're in spring at the moment, but summer is always a great time to, you know, to, to have a feast and have some beautiful produce coming through. So it comes at the right time. So yeah, we'll be open from around the 23rd downstairs. We'll be, Taking it, I wouldn't say easy, but we'll be open from Wednesday to Saturday yep. uh, for the next four to five weeks. And then we'll open uh, New Zealand and then we'll reopen with, uh, you know, increased trading hours and um, and uh, and really getting stuck into it. So Brilliant. Get, yeah. Give yourself a, a chance to get it right, yeah, and the staff and that sort Correct. of thing. Joe Vargetto, yeah. owner and head chef at <laughs> Mr. Bianco, which is now becoming a precinct. It is It is not just that restaurant. The restaurant will be Bianco, the beautiful mm-hmm. bar Bianchetto, the salas mm-hmm. upstairs where people can sort of have private events. It sounds mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant. We'll encourage people to keep an eye Thank on the you. website, mrbianco.com.au, mm-hmm. to make sure they can book in when it does all reopen from around the 23rd of November. The new venue is at 26 to 20. 28 Cotham Road Q. I cannot wait to check it out. Congratulations, Joe, and thanks so much for chatting with me today. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me on your program. Lovely. Thanks, Joe. Stick around. Coming up, speaking of those hospitality operators who just get it right, Jesse Singh has another Indian restaurant opening, this one on Lycon Street. I'll find out a little bit more on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Well, if you are a fan of Indian food, there is a fair chance you will have heard of my next guest. He's been behind celebrated venues in Melbourne and beyond, including Horn Please, Darbar at the Mill and Daughter-in-Law. And believe it or not, he has another vibrant eatery on the way. We better find out a little bit more. Jesse Singh, owner of the new BBG, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm always so excited when I get to chat to you when you're bringing something new because you never do things by halves. Um, Tell me about BBG. What do we need to know? Uh, BBG is an authentic Indian diner. So basically what BBG is a mum. So bringing a mum cuisine to Melbourne where all classic Indian cuisine favourites from mum's kitchen to the Carlton on a Ligon Street. Yeah, great. So this is interesting, right? Two things here. One, Ligon Street obviously is the Italian heart of Melbourne, but it really is diversifying, isn't it? I know there's great modern Chinese restaurants there. There's cool distilleries. There's wine bars. Is is that part of the reason why you went for this location? It feels like it's opening up and people are ready for different things on Ligon Street? 
That's correct. So Lygon Street in 30s and 40s used to be a big Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. Then 50s Italians came in. Then 50s, 60s, 80s, and 90s Italians stayed stronghood. Now, believe it or not, it's actually becoming Little India of uh, Melbourne on the bottom end. Really? Yes. In uh, If looking at last year alone, about 16 Indian restaurants open in the bottom end of the Ligon Street. Yeah. Inclusive of uh, five Indonesian restaurants, three Malaysian, two Japanese, and about four Thai restaurants. Yeah, so it really is opening it up, isn't it? Where, whereabouts would BBG be? Which, which part of Ligon Street are we talking? Because people BB do know it pretty well. That's correct. So we have taken over the institution Cafe Nuthoro, as Melbourne known as Naughty. Yeah. Nuthoro was there for nearly 45, 50 years. I guarantee most of your listeners will know Cafe Nuthoro or had gone there or grew up going there. So it's a classic Italian diner that the owner has retired and we have taken over to bring a classic Indian diner on that space. Gee, that is no pressure, Jesse, when you're taking over an institution <laughs> like that. Now, the other thing you said, which is really interesting to me, because, you know, some of the, the more recent openings you've had, you've really had that commitment to what you called inauthentic Indian, you know, That's really correct. having fun, modernising it, that sort of thing. So so the plan here really is to give people the classics and do it well? That's correct. I've been doing unauthentic Indian food, modern Indian food, and now since... Melbourne is actually the home to the biggest uh, Indian community now. Mm. Uh, we are the number two immigrants of Australia and Victoria. And there is so much offered to give into my own community and to my local Australian community. So we chose to do a full-on Indian, authentic Indian diner. I think this is the time uh, for people to taste uh, like a real Indian diner, what it is. And so what can we expect on the menu? What are the, some of the things that, that you would recommend people go for once you're open? The classic would be a banana thali. If you go in India, any home in south, they will serve thali on a banana leaf. Northern India, we will have stilo copper thali. But the classic, we are doing banana leaf thali where you sit down and the curries and appetizers and chutney, rice and papadam will come one by one in front of you. And you sit down, you eat with a hand, pull on a legit traditional experience. Oh, I love it. And how important is it these days, um, Jesse? And I know you've always had a really great commitment to sort of doing very good quality food, really fun places, but also great value. How, how important is it to have sort of good value options on the menu these days? And is that something you'll still go for here? That's it. That hundred percent. Now, in, especially in 2023, a good value is the only way to be successful, especially in the restaurant game. Mm. Uh, as you know, inflation is really hard. It's, everything's gone up so much. So, I'm offering our diner a great, unauthentic, uh, sorry, authentic Indian dining experience in Melbourne. We will have, it's a very diner feel, so to provide a great value and not compromise the ingredient and quality. We have made us some change after COVID. We're learning how to now exist with the COVID so we're not inheriting a lot of big expense. Uh, for example, I'll give you, we will have a QR or ordering on a table. 
so people can just order through their phone and pay. That saves business yeah. heaps of time and money. And it also so helps, it helps people the... who are dining out, Jesse, you know, at a time where people really are watching their wallets too. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a bit scary going out with big groups and not quite knowing who's going to exactly. eat or drink one or what you're up for at the end of the night. Being able to, as one of the couples on that table, order what you want and what you need and know what you're paying at the end of the day. It's, you know, there's benefits for both, isn't there, for the operator and That's the punters? That's very true. So this is why we are bringing this diner-style dining so people can pay individually they can look on it there's no and it's because of the saving in the labor and the cost we will pass that saving on direct to the customer yeah so yeah. that is the goal to bring a classic authentic indian diner where you still have amazing beautiful atmosphere a great location but in end it's a no frill indian diner yeah, I love it. Hey, Jesse, uh, you know, don't you do risk disappointing me here? Your interiors are never beige. Can we expect a vibrant welcome from BBG? Have, are you going to have a bit it of fun with the interior? It's just think of a diner in back from 40s, 30s, 40s, and 50s in US, yeah. or old British era diner in India when British brought in, especially in 30s and 40s, they opened this amazing. Indian coffee houses and some pool diner. So that is the vibe uh, exact the BBG going to look like. Oh, my God, I'm so excited now. It's I know the house it's... of a mum. House of the mum will be the best decorated out of the all. Oh, absolutely love it. Now, I know it's probably a little bit of a, a moving feast, Jesse, but how, how long do you think you are from, um, from opening? We will be opening around 15th or 16th of November. Great. Oh, so my a couple of days after Diwali. Okay, it's going to be amazing. Jesse, knowing you and I have enjoyed so many of your venues, I have no doubt BBG is going to be a roaring success. It will open soon at 179 Ligon Street in Carlton. We'll encourage people to just search BBG on Instagram to keep up with your plans. That's B-I-B-I-J-I, BBG on Instagram. Thank you so much for chatting with me today, Jesse. Thank you so much, Kate. We'll look forward to see you soon. Cannot wait. Stick around. We've still got time to share some of the things that you might want to eat, drink and do in Melbourne right now on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up with 3MP and crystal clear stereo right across Melbourne. There to make a better, clearer sound for you to enjoy your easy music favourites. Upgrade your radio to DAB Plus and change the way you listen to Easy Music 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. All right, we're at that part. Just enough time to do a little bit of a wrap of some of the best things to eat, drink and do in Melbourne right now. First up, St Cloud Eating Hall was already popular with locals in Hawthorne. So imagine how excited they're going to be now knowing that Jerry Mai has just had a hand in rejigging the menu. With no limitations on her, Jerry has reimagined a delicious menu, great for sharing or enjoying on your own sort of standalone dishes with her trademark Vietnamese flavours and a few elements from across Southeast Asia. So think things like grilled scallops with wild onion butter and nuoc mam, sticky lamb ribs with tamarind caramel, or maybe braised duck leg with Granny Smith apple, hoisin and steamed bao. Word is the cocktail menu has had a bit of a zhuzh too, so it is bound to be full of fun and flavour. Head to stcloudeatinghouse.com.au for more. 
onto imbibing. And are you still working out what to pour this Christmas? Well, publican and wine lover Vinnie McGrath and the team at the Central Club Hotel in North Melbourne can help because on Saturday the 25th of November, they are holding their inaugural Christmas wine fair. For 35 bucks, you'll enjoy a glass of bubbles, you'll get your Lehman tasting glass and then sample your way through 120 independently produced Aussie wine varieties. You can meet the winemakers, enjoy some local cheese and nibblies from the nearby Queen Vic Market and, of course, plan your Christmas drinks in the best way possible. To grab your tickets, search Central Club Hotel at eventbrite.com.au. Also still drinking, in case you missed it, in the last few weeks, Four Pillars Gin was awarded the best gin distillery in the world by the International Wine and Spirits Competition for the third time. That is a pretty rare feat. Now, if you love your Four Pillars, you might be interested in an event at a local cocktail bar, Black Kite Commune. They're holding it to celebrate the distillery's 10th birthday and they're teaming up with uber-popular chef Alejandro Saravia, who'll lend his culinary skills to the mix. So the team have planned a bit of a five-course food and gin journey with dishes from Alejandro paired with intricate cocktails designed by the Four Pillars and Black Kite Commune teams. It's going to be a lunch. It'll take place on Saturday the 18th of November, and I reckon it's going to be a good one. The fifth course, you'll actually enjoy a short walk away at the Gin Palace itself. So to nab your spot, just Google Black Kite Four Pillars and you'll land on the Human Ticks page and you can book away. And do. What are we going to do? Well, as the weather warms up, do remember to get out and about. One fabulous option is waiting for you out in the Yarra Valley in the form of garden spritz picnics at Chandon. You'll be handed blankets and cushions. You'll get your choice of spot on the luscious winery lawn. And then you get a beautiful curated picnic basket that's packed with goodies like sourdough baguette and salted butter, uh, a charcuterie selection, some cheese, salad and a little bit more. And of course, you'll get a glass of Chandon's perfectly summery garden spritz priced at $65 per person. It's a great option for a romantic day out or maybe just a fun afternoon with mates. You can go to the visit page at chandon.com.au for some more details. And when you look at that, we're done again. That is me done for another episode of Relish. As always, I'm always happy to hear from you. You can email me relish at 3mp.com.au. But this has been the Relish Podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's easy music, 3MP. You've been listening to the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson.